Hello, all my lovely little dolls out there. Tis I, Patty Baston, and you are listening to another episode of Dating the Dolls. Yes, you are. Today, <laughs> we have got one of my lovely friends, Alexis Lee Kristen, in the house. Uh, she is a very good friend of mine. We've known each other for a very long time. We go way back, way back to like 12 years ago. Something like ridiculous like that. But anyway, she's joining me on the podcast today. Very excited to be having her. Um, quite fun actually as well because she lived with me while I was going through all my drama with my ex that we spoke about on the last episode. So maybe we'll get into a little bit of that. But she is a transgender woman. She is a freaking icon and I love her to bits. So without further ado, let's get started on the episode. So on the last episode of the podcast... <laughs> I was talking about my dear, dear ex, but we lived together a million years ago and you knew her quite well as well. I did, yeah. So did you listen to the episode? I did. Um, honestly, it was a blast from the past. I can imagine. I just totally relived all of it all over again. So it's just like, wow. <laughs> what were your opinions of the uh, Spawn of Satan? You see, it was so weird because... Like we had a really like a, a good friendship. Mm-hmm. Like we actually had a really good friendship. But there was always this like almost trying to I felt like it was almost trying to derail me. Okay. <laughs> Cause like if we think about what actually happened during that time, it is a bit crazy. So like I'll never forget when me and me and this person had a <laughs> very hard <laughs> to say her name. Really I was really I because I edited the po- last episode. I had to keep stopping and starting again. Oh, no. Fuck's sake, I've said a name again. <laughs> it's easily done now. But so like especially when she was spending like a lot of time around the apartment. Yeah. And um, it got to a point where I was already really questioning my gender and stuff like that. Yeah. And it got to a point and I was so petrified because of where I came from, small town Accrington. Uh, I was terrified I that I can <laughs> I was terrified that friends, family, especially my family, because I mean, back then they were quite, they were a bit bigoted, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was kind of, she basically pushed me towards posting this status that was like, just see how it feels like, um, come out to people, like right. see how people react to you if you're like, that, that's your worry. I don't remember this. I can't believe you don't remember this. This is like why I was excommunicated from like the family gorgeous. Right. <laughs> Okay. So basically, I post this status and I get overwhelming support, and I was so taken back by it. What was it? What did the status say? The status basically, um, like, I've been thinking about this for a long time, blah, 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 and um, just wanted to let everybody know that I'm trans. Okay. Basically. And like, it was a whole lovely status. And why blah, don't blah, I blah. remember this? I don't know how you can't remember this because it's like, like, really, this is why people were kicking off with me at Halloween. Do you remember that Halloween? <laughs> Um, it was a, uh, what was it? It was at Satan's when you did the pumpkin face. Oh my god, that horrible night. Yes. yes. So like that night, everybody just didn't speak to me because of this. But, but why? Because you came out as trans. So I came out as trans, right? And then because I had all these people messaging me, just like you have my full support if you want to talk to me, I had right. to kind of just be like, I don't know if I am. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I then had to like had these conversations with these people and was just like, I don't know if I am. Like I just really needed to see how people <laughs> would feel about me, basically, because I was shitting myself. I feel. I feel- <laughs> I feel like there's memories of it starting to come back again. Yeah, because basically I just to... testing the waters, just dipping <laughs> my little toe in. Just guys, I think I'm trans, and you're like, oh, yeah, I like how people are reacting to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm trans now. It was. I don't know. Right. It was just one of because I'd had this conversation with this person, with the person, <laughs> with the person. Yeah, she who shall not be named. And she was just like, just do it, just see how. And so I was totally. I had somebody behind me, like giving me encouragement. So I was just like, fuck it. 
So then I ended up posting Literally the devil. Literally. <laughs> so I ended up then posting like a rebuttal um, <laughs> on Facebook of all places. Um, just basically saying like, I'm really sorry if this has offended anybody, guys. Like, I'm not entirely sure, blah, blah, blah. And at that point, everybody fucking hated me because I was like, everyone just thought I was being like attention seeking, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it was just... Honestly, it was just a very fucking confusing time in my life. Yeah, no shit. That does sound confusing. I feel like a really bad friend that I don't remember this. <laughs> and honestly, it's totally fine because I, I, I totally saw it from everybody else's point of view. Like when everyone was like coming at me, I was just like, no, I get it. Like I'm I'm not trying to make light of this situation. I was genuinely in a very, very confused place. Yeah, evidently. But yeah. Well, you weren't wrong anyway, darling. <laughs> Look at you now with your big jubblies. <laughs> Literally. It's just like, hi guys. Yeah. Fucking hell. So, um... You had all that trauma to deal with. Yeah. And you had um, she who should not be named nudging you in the corner. <laughs> but we were sort of saying earlier about how um, she had this like ability to kind of like chop and change her personality all the time. Absolutely. It was just, it was kind of bizarre watching it unfold in all fairness because she could be like one person, like when you're having a one-to-one conversation, yeah. as soon as you're in a group with like certain other people, like she began to act like a different way. Yeah. And it was just like, that was like totally, I don't know. I I think there were moments where you kind of just saw like, like, hmm. And then, but then when you were one-to-one again, it was just like, she's like a perfect manipulator. (laughs) Perfect manipulator. 100%. Well, on that note, um, (laughs) how are you, sweetheart? I'm good, honestly. Like this year has been a wild ride, but I'm feeling like I'm in a really good place in a minute. What's made it a wild ride? Like there's just been a lot going on. Like um, over the last 14 months, I like I started a new new career. Um, And she's a career girl now. (laughs) She's got a job. I'm back at uni trying to do my best. (laughs) But um, when we first met, you were at university. I feel like you're always at uni. Yeah, and you were (laughs) studying philosophy. So I was studying like, religion and, well, religion and philosophy, basically, yeah. yeah. So um, at the University of Manchester. Mm-hmm. That was about 12 years ago? 10 a years ago? A decade ago. Yeah. It was a full decade. Like, we've come full circle now. We have, yeah. That's crazy. And, um, sorry, I'm, I'm interrupting you. Uh, if you can't tell, we're drinking some Moet champi- Champagne. Champagne. And I'm a little bit tipsy already. We're having a great time. So um, this is going to be a very interesting episode. Anyway, continue. Speak. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when we lived together, it was very strange because around that time, like, I'd just before we moved in together, actually, I came out of my first relationship. Was that with the muscly guy? No. So this was pre that. So this was when I was in my first year of uni. I was okay. dating this boy who was like a tiny bit younger than me. Um, I think you met him like once to be fair. I don't remember. Um, but basically, we've been together for like a year. It just ended really shit, mm. and. It didn't help that obviously back then I was was questioning my gender and everything like that. And before that, relationship- just to, just to put it out there for some context, it's always comical when Alexis is talking about questioning her gender because I met her and I met her for the first time. And she was just a woman. She's like, I'm questioning my gender. I might be trans. You were just a woman from day dot. It was crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, because I used to just turn up to these things like, "Ooh, who's this?" And it's just like, "Fuck well, yeah!" I had a really awkward time, like. There was a time, like, we're jumping ahead. I'll go into that in a second. But so I came out of this relationship with this boy who basically said to me, I don't mind you looking the way you do and presenting the way you do, blah, blah, blah. But if you decided that you wanted to transition, I'd have to leave you. Oh, yeah. So, like, that was a major factor in my life anyway. Mm -hmm. And then when we broke up and I started going out and then I tried to, I tried to present more masculine. Do you remember when I shaved all my hair and it was just like, I shaved. So I shaved the sides of my hair, I only had the top. Oh, yes. Is that what, there's the picture of you, me and Lou. Yes. 
We need to try and pull that out we and pull do. it up on the pod or something. There's a very funny picture. I've got a shaved head. It's so funny. But it's the three of us, the three. We're all we're all dolls. The dolls. I forgot what we were talking about, sorry. Oh yes. So yeah. So I I broke up with this boy, blah, blah, blah. And then that year, um, I basically was having a crisis. Like I was just trying to find myself. Mm-hmm. And it didn't help that right, so what triggered me to shave my hair was I went on a club night, I think it was Poptastic, Ball Blazers. Right. And I met this boy and he was really cute. We started dancing. We've been dancing and like really getting on for about an hour, two hours. Mm. Out of fucking nowhere, he points to a girl that's walking past and goes, what do you think of her? I was just like, oh yeah, she's fat. He's bisexual. And um, he goes, oh, so you're a lesbian then? (laughs) And I was like heartbroken at that point. I was just like, for fuck's sake. Like I'm literally on a night out to try and pull because I feel like shit. And boys are thinking that I'm a girl. Yeah. And I wasn't even trying to look girlish back then. Yeah, so like yeah. it was really fucking frustrating. So like that kind of, that was a moment where I was just like, right, I need to change. So I shaved all my hair off. <laughs> I feel like so many of us have had that moment of, of the, you know, when you're before, when you're questioning your gender and everything and you're just like, right, I've got to do this. Absolutely. I'd like, I remember spending so much money that summer just redoing my entire wardrobe, like filling it with like boys clothes, like boys tops, <laughs> boys like shirts, like stuff like that. Yeah. Because everything I, everything I owned was really effeminate because that's just what I kind of gravitated towards. I just laugh because it's just such a funny thought of you really being like is. that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was sad times like 2023. 20, no, 2013. Yeah, 2013. 2033. Yeah, I'm just um, a little bit close. <clears throat> yeah, 2013. Wow. And then we uh, we moved in with each other. In mm. was that, when, when was that? 2013, 2014? Yeah, it was September 2013 that we moved in together. Okay, right. So then we started living together and um, I just started dating like as this hybrid person. like Because I used to go out kind of really girly, didn't I still? Like, yeah, you did. I used to bang all my extensions in. It used to That's when you stole my panic blusher eyeshadow. <laughs> I'm never going to let Alexis live this down. She stole a red... Anyone who remembers Elamasca back in the day, in the heyday, they, they used to do these blushes that were the most beautiful colours. And there was one called Panic, and it was this pure, pure, pure red. Like, hot red, and she stole it. I and she would wear it to. every day in her eyes. <laughs> and I loved it. Very, very upset about that. It was really funny, because we... So we used to share, like, the makeup desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get ready we, and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, there was that desk, wasn't there, that was, like, yeah. up against the wall. Yeah, so we used to just get ready in that corner. And it just got to a point when when we were moving out, it was just like right, grab grab shirt, and then it just ended up in my thing. But then I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's but it's funny because like nowadays you can just buy red eyeshadows everywhere. Absolutely. But back then, back in our days, back in our um, you couldn't. You literally couldn't. It was like it was either Lamasca or Barry M Dazzle Dust yeah. in red. Yeah. And um, that one I th- it gives me anxiety thinking about that Barry M Dazzle Dust. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think of of dark times. You know what? Um, when I was sixteen, I was absolutely obsessed with. Do you know that pink? There was a pink Barry M lip gloss, and it was so like high pigment, like intense pigment. I've it never was, been a pink person, like see, pink lip kind of person. Yeah, like I don't think of myself as a pink person, but then again, I didn't think of myself a colorful person until we had a conversation like last year, and you were just like, "You've always been a very colorful." You've person. always been a very colorful person. I just yeah. haven't seen it like that. But literally looking back at how I've looked over the generations. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just like lots of color, very colorful color. hair, yeah. very colorful clothes, very colorful makeup. She's like, I'm not a colorful person. With like, it's because I'm black on the inside. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do I need to rephrase? Um, that's funny. So we moved in with each other, and that was that apartment was a very debaucherous apartment. 
Absolutely. <clears throat> we had lots of, that's the apartment that we got burgled in. Oh my God. Where the cat fell out the window and died. We had no water, hot water for like a month. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember that. And um, what else happened in that apartment? Uh, Everything with she who should not be named happened in that apartment. A lot yeah. of trauma that happened in that apartment. Absolutely. Like I had parties. I walked in on a boyfriend. Getting you sick. pissed in my... Oh my <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about it. You yet. pissed in my wardrobe in that apartment. Oh my God. So... <laughs> That was a really bad night. <laughs> Never forget this. I'm just happily laying in my bed in the middle of the night and I get woken up with the door opening. Alexis walks in, turns around, opens the drawer of my cup of my my chest of drawers, pisses in it, and I'm like, oh no, 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 babe. And then she just walks out. You see, I don't <clears throat> I don't at that moment I have no recollection. Do you know? Evidently. It was bad. That was a bad night though. So I'd gone out and I was really awful back then for minesweeping. So oh, right, yeah. I used to just pick up drinks in the club, like left of us, like, oh yeah, of course. Free drink. I was broke. I was a student. <laughs> um, it got to a point where and I remember going to the bar and just being like, Look, I'm not well. <laughs> like something's really wrong. And they thought I was just pissed. And mm. I was just like, No, I can't my legs aren't working properly. <laughs> so basically two of my friends had to like walk me to a taxi because I just my legs just kept giving up under oh, me. It's really fucking bad. And so did um I remember I don't re- I remember little bits of the taxi ride. But anyway, I wake up in the morning and I'm under my bottom sheet and I'm like, what the fuck? Anyway, go into my little like ensuite toilet thing. And then you pop in and throw my duvet in. And I remember sitting there and I got to go, Oh, it's the person that was asleep on the sofa left. And I remember you just going, What person? And I was just like, the person who was asleep on the sofa. And you thought you were just like, babe, that was you. <laughs> was somebody there like i remember seeing someone fast asleep on the sofa so basically i've pieced this together since so basically what had happened one of my friends had brought me home uh-huh. apparently i tried having sex with them and okay. just fell asleep yeah <laughs> they've left i've then got up and pissed in your drawer yeah come out and fallen asleep on the sofa okay and you've put my duvet over me oh i'm so nice but then I distinctly remember being stood in the doorway, seeing someone fast asleep on the fucking sofa. You had an out-of-body experience. I had an out-of-body experience. And it was bum, bum, bum. <laughs> It was really, really scary, though. Like, I just, that whole thing was a total blur. Yeah, I can imagine. There were lots of blurs in that apartment. There really were. Like, the time that I went to do uh, drag bingo, um, dressed as an old lady with Laurie, and, um, and I ran back home in the rain, and you found me, like, asleep in the... Um, in the bathroom, back out, and you were like, "But you like you, but you managed to take all your makeup off." You had, yeah. You were full <laughs> on, just like just in a little, and I was just like, "Oh, bless you." I didn't know what what to do. Like the first <laughs> first time I've dealt with that, so I was like, "Oh, bless you." <clears throat> oh God, so many things. That apartment, so like, I'm just like trying to remember all these different things. I remember the the guy with the penis. Yes, the mushroom. The mushroom penis. <laughs> so how did that start? The story, like, honestly, I can't remember how I met him. It must have been like Grinder or something uh-huh. like that, but. He comes over. I don't really remember much of the night. Anyway, I just remember having like having sex with him, and just his dick looked like it looked like a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> and after he left, like we were talking about it. After he left, we started talking about it, and I was just like, "No, you don't understand. It was a mushroom." So you asked me to draw it. <laughs> I did ask you to draw. I distinctly remember the drawing. And he basically drew it like a spade. <laughs> yeah, and but I remember thinking that is very very unrealistic. Yeah. To how how you would draw it, like they just couldn't possibly look like that. Mm-hmm. 
cut to a few <laughs> weeks later, I'm browsing Homo Emo, whatever fucking website it was. <laughs> I think it was Homo Emo. And um, this guy's dick looks like a mushroom. And I'm like, what is that penis? And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, it's the guy that likes this celebrity. Because so <laughs> I saw him in the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and I showed you. I think I must yeah. have because I didn't even know that it was a porn star. That's the thing. Well, like, I mean, he hadn't told me. I mean, every everybody <laughs> twink back then exactly. with long hair had done some kind of work with homo emo. A hundred percent. It's really bad thinking about it. Like by the time I was eighteen, I'd probably I'd already met like a good handful of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have a type down there? Terrible. <laughs> that is funny. Um, yeah, I, I distinctly remember the man with the mushroom penis. I'll never forget the night that you commentated one of my sessions. <laughs> Oh my god, girl, I don't remember this. So basically, one of my exes had come over. Um, I mean, every time we start talking about a new story, I remember another story. Yeah. So I keep going. <laughs> so many stories. So yeah, um, one of my exes came around. Um, not gonna lie, like he was the first boy that I really loved. And oh. he came around and like, I think he was, he had a boyfriend at the time, blah, blah, blah. Came around for dinner. We had a really lovely night, but we got a bit drunk. And we're talking on the sofa and everything's lovely. And then all of a sudden we started fucking kissing mm. <laughs> and it was just like, oh no. And then it, we ended up going into the bedroom and then the next day, <laughs> um, I think you'd, um, you could hear, you could basically hear everything that was going I, on. I, I had most of the sex that was going on in your room. <laughs> but like, um, you, you ended up commentating it to like Elliot. <laughs> what did I say? I can't remember. I think, I think you were literally just going through the motions because you were just like, oh yeah, she's like, she's here. And then she's like, oh. Because I remember you saying, like, it was a really funny moment where you, we were having a very, like, me and this guy were having a, like, in-depth conversation on the sofa. And I was literally just saying how I really love how we can just be friends. Right. And then it just escalated. <laughs> we can't just be friends. <laughs> Fucking hell. But yeah, no, it was one of those. So. Yeah, that year was just a bit wild. Like, dating that year was really, really strange. Because... I was only just getting comfortable actually living as a girl by, yeah. by the end of that point. You were um, very kind of like promiscuous in your early days of everything. Absolutely. <laughs> like, Did you calm down at any point? Um, I, mm, you see, like, I don't feel like I calmed down up until like relatively recently. Okay. Like over the years, like oh, straight, honestly, from like 2012 up until 2019, like mm. 2020, um, like I was just kind of doing my own thing yeah like yeah but like yeah just like dating men over the years has just been crazy it's like there's been so many dates because obviously men when they're dating trans people a lot of them sort of it's for the first time yeah and that's just really really difficult um the first guy that i properly dated after living as a woman after, after starting living as a woman and this was back in like 2015 okay um, I think it was like 2015, 16. Anyway, um, started seeing this guy. He was lovely. He was from Preston. He was called Michael. Um, he was great. Honestly, he was the first person that genuinely made me feel kind of comfortable. Yeah, just being myself and stuff. And it was it was really really great. My mum met him. Ooh. She loved him. She oh. was like, oh my god, this boy's beautiful. Like, definitely keep him. And honestly, I was smitten myself. Yeah, we got three months down the line. And um, like we'd planned a day and stuff, and I was sat in my bedroom, just like finished my makeup and everything. They're texting him, just like, "Hey, babe, you sat up?" No reply. Oh no! A couple hours later, like still just like messaging, ringing him, like just going to voicemail. Oh no! It was so frustrating. It got to like 
the end of the week. So this was Friday. At the end of the weekend, I was just completely like, what the fuck is going on? So I ended you up, still not heard from him? Still not heard from him. So I ended up posting on his wall on Facebook because, you know. That's what you do. That's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, it got a swift delete <gasps> and I got a swift block. Oh, honey. And I was literally like completely lost because I was just like, what the fuck? Long story short, a month later, he gets in contact with me, apologizing for absolutely everything. Just yeah. like, I just got really scared. Um, long, uh, basically, what he'd done is, on the last phone call that we'd had prior to going on, that meant to be going on that day. Yeah. At the end of the phone call, he said, I love you. Ah. Uh, and he put the phone down as soon as he said it. Yeah. And then, so obviously, like, me piecing the, the puzzle pieces together, he just freaked out. But then after this conversation where he would like apologize and everything, like, so he, he apologized for everything was just like, yeah, I'm going to make it up to you. Blah, 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 blah. Booked in another day. And then ghosted me again. Oh, I hate men so much. Fast forward about three months. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why did you let this man back in again? I, this is the thing I didn't. He just um, unblocked me and sent me a message. Okay. It, it turned out he'd been in a fucking relationship the entire time. No. No, he had not. He had been in a relationship the entire time and was just seeing me behind his like partner's back. Oh, and that's why when off. he like said I love you to me, he freaked out and was like, I you can't do shit. this. Yeah. So there we go. Uh men suck ass. Seriously. <laughs> and that's it. We we had a conversation about people's parents, didn't we? Um, yeah, we did. So for context, mm-hmm. because in the last episode I trailed off telling people that I have a new boyfriend. I met his parents last night. <laughs> and it all went very nicely. <clears throat> Not going to go with too much information into it, but we were talking about how nerve-wracking it is meeting someone's parents. And then when you add on the extra level of you are the trans person that the the boyfriend or girlfriend is bringing home, Mm -hmm. it's fucking terrifying. And this was my first time experiencing this. I was shitting myself. you were. It's so nerve-wracking. Yeah, especially as I was twice the height of both of them. So I was like, (laughs) I'm like, boom, boom, boom. Hello. (laughs) I'm the new girlfriend. (laughs) As I walk into, that's how I feel like I am. Oh, bless your heart. You're not like that at all. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank but, you. Um, just for compliments. <laughs> like, yeah, just parents. Like, I've always had weird relationships with, like, people's parents, especially when I've been the first, like, non-cis person. Yeah. That if that person's dead. Um, like, over the years, uh, just parents have naturally hated who I am because yeah. it's because of the smell though. yeah yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it wasn't until like it was weird because when I was in when back in 2019 I got into a poly relationship mm-hmm. and um these two people had been in this relationship for I think it was about six years and like they'd seen other people and blah 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 so their parents were completely open to that mm-hmm. But I was fucking petrified of meeting them mm. and like having conversations with them just because I'd had such bad experiences with ones in the past. Gosh. Like I just couldn't build a relationship with them and it was terrible. Like I even got invited to Christmas and I was just like, I'm really sorry that I can't. Uh, did did you ever meet the parents? The thing is that I've met them briefly and I like, have very, very brief conversations with them. Yeah. I was just petrified of like getting to know them because it's always kind of gone tits up. It's like I'll never, like back in 2016, I was dating like this muscly boy. <laughs> Muscly dad, um, and his mum. She was fine to my face like the first time, and then basically um, behind closed doors, when she was having an argument with him, he'd started recording her because she was saying some like horrific things to him, and um, she suddenly brought up me, uh, and then it was just like, well, I need to listen to this now, 
so um i kind of got all that and it was just like i bet this is literally what people's parents think of me in the background and stuff so honestly after that it was just kind of that must have been pretty heartbreaking it was what kind of stuff was she saying she was just like well obviously just calling me a tranny and like you're with this thing like this man like and it was just it was just really really shitty like she was being horrible to him like really really i ended up (laughs) i ended up sending a really horrible message not a really horrible well done yeah yeah it wasn't horrible (laughs) it was like just full-on just letting her know exactly how she was making her son feel yeah because obviously it came to me like absolutely heartbroken that this had happened. Uh-huh. And yeah, it was just a bit naff. Bloody hell. Fun. <laughs> Very fun. So that brings you to, you were in a poly relationship. So yeah, I got into this poly relationship. Um, it was the first experience of like a, a poly relationship. Like prior to that, I'd been totally against. So that was like a really, really weird experience to begin with. Because it was like opening myself up to two different, like dating two different people at the same time which was kind of mind-blowing. Um, I kind of realised, like, by the end of it, I, it just wasn't working. I realised I, re- I was into one of them more than the other. Yeah. It just didn't work for me. So I came out of that literally being like, I never want to be in a poly relationship again. This is not for me. Yeah, yeah, And then fast forward, like, some time after I came out of that, I was just kind of going through the motions. So, yeah. Like, after I came out of that poly relationship, like, I really started to dig into, like, who I was and what I, like, wanted and stuff in life. Mm-hmm. And again, like I just turned into more of a free spirit <laughs> and it wasn't until like I started dating people through 2020, um, which didn't really work out to be honest. Mm. It was just like a really, really awkward dynamic. Um, but it just got to the point in 2020 where I had like a really bad experience with someone uh-huh. and it just kind of completely changed my entire like view on sex relationships and all of that kind of stuff like for the longest time I just didn't want to be touched Mm. and um I ended up seeing someone for like three months and he was lovely bless him um he didn't like we just didn't Mm -hmm. and it was it was nice but I, I I also felt just really unfulfilled because like that just wasn't me yeah either I was just in a really weird place anyway Fast forward to like New Year 2020, 2021, like that new year. Yeah. I meet a boy on Grinder. Oh. <laughs> of all places. And um, like we start chatting and everything and everything's great. Um, gave him like my Instagram, we started chatting there and stuff. And uh, because obviously we we're in the middle of like COVID restrictions, like we couldn't meet. So yeah, we ended up just like getting chatting, like in the middle of COVID restrictions because, you know, they shut down the fucking country again. It was yeah, a nightmare. Yeah, of course. Um and then I was really unwell. <laughs> I'd fallen down the stairs, basically. Oh. Really, I'd really damaged my coccyx. <clears throat> like, I was in so much pain for, like, two months. Mm. Anyway, this cute boy was like, do you want me to come over and look after you? Sounds <laughs> very familiar. I was just like, maybe. <laughs> and literally at the train station, so I meet him at the train station. He's walking towards me and he has, like, this absolutely beautiful, like, smile on his face. And I'm just stood there completely like, he's beautiful. Mm. So we then meet. And straight away we kissed. <laughs> and I was just like, that's never happened before. Aww. <laughs> so it was really. Like the violins start playing in was, the background. And like just, butterflies like start flying around you. A little bit, not gonna lie. Like not even kidding. Like I just so felt cute. so like comfortable. And it was just, it was lovely. Um, and then we ended up like going home, had a great time. And honestly, the rest is history. But like we ended up moving in together like super fucking quick. 
So this is your current, you've not mentioned this is your current yeah, partner. Yeah, so this is my current <laughs> partner. So um, this is like the one partner that I can stay in a room with for more than a week and not kill him. <laughs> oh, I'm, do you know what? I'm so happy for you because like you've literally been in and out of different things Honestly. since I've known you. And it's so nice to see you happy. And I think that we've not really seen each other actually since no, forever. We've, we've literally, we just see each other every now and again. And when you get to this age and you sort of, well, I say that we're not dead old, but when you get older, and uh, and it's just difficult to kind of meet up with people, and also Absolutely. you forget and you just can't be asked. Absolutely, I mean, like, but um, I've not since him. you've been with him. Um, did you go by him? He him? He him? Yeah. They? Yeah. yeah. So basically, like, yeah, he's he he. The thing is, he goes by he. Um, yeah. <laughs> he is. He's like a full on femboy though. But like, yeah, well, that's with, why I'm with questioning. a bit of facial hair. <laughs> that's why I'm questioning. Yeah. So basically, like. We've, the thing is, we've both got to a point now where we kind of see each other as non-binary. Yeah. Like, I, I came out as non-binary earlier this year um, after living as a full-on trans girl for, like, so yeah. long. But I was just kind of like, this is where I feel most comfortable. Like, I've got a non-binary body and I'm happy with my entire mentality around it and stuff like that. So, and I feel like I put way too much pressure. Like, we put so much pressure on ourselves to, like, be fucking, like, hyper-feminine and stuff like that. And I'm... Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like whenever we're leaving, like in public, especially, like I remember, I know I'm going completely off tangent right now, but for so long, for years and years and years, like I wouldn't leave the house with a, without a full face. You used to on. do a beat. I literally would Every not day. leave the house without a full face yeah. makeup on because I was like petrified. Hyper femme. It was crazy. I think I did that for about six months. It's crazy, isn't it? And then I just couldn't be asked. And yeah. now it's in, like, my, I, I'm one of these people that everything happens very quickly for me. Yeah. I make up my mind about something and it's all, no, it's all or nothing. You see, I spend so much time in my head. And, um, and now I've got to a point where I think it, for me, it's like now that my head, <laughs> physically, my face has, is a bit more aligned with like my body. And obviously I've still got shit that it doesn't completely mm-hmm. but um i feel so much more comfortable i can I'm, i can happily leave the house without makeup i dress like a boy 24 7 amazing I and um that. i literally um my mum my mum drags me about it all the time like i went to like a yogury thing a while ago and i was literally wearing this oversized t-shirt and like shorts and i thought i'm literally dressed more like a boy than i ever have in my entire <laughs> life i'm so comfortable because it- i'm more comfortable with my body I and at the end of the like day, that. that's all that it matters is that like, I, c- I feel stupid in a dress. Yeah. Like if really fucking frills mm. and, and bits like, uh, don't get me wrong, put me in leather and, oh, yeah. or latex and a fucking sexy dress and mm-hmm. I feel a million dollars. But like, I see so many like super femme girls who, who go around every day in like frilly dresses and I'm just like, that ain't me. Yeah. I think I forced that on myself for so long. Like, yeah, I, I would wear nothing but skirts and dresses. Like when I went into hairdressing back in 2016, was it? 2016, 17? Can't remember. Um, I went into hairdressing. <laughs> and um, honestly, being in that salon, it was weird for me because I'd only been in offices up until that point. Like I used to work in customer services after leaving uni the first time around. And um, got into hairdressing, so I was in the salon 24-7. All the girls had the hair done and nails done. Like, everyone wore skirts. Like, so I was just kind of like, well, I really need to fit in. Yeah, I'd find that really difficult. It was, it was not yeah. going to lie. Um, and it just got to a point, like, especially over, I think it's literally only been the last two years, not going to lie, since I've been in this relationship, where I've actually felt really comfortable to just be like, fuck it, I'm going to wear what I want to wear because I'm comfortable in it and it makes me feel good. That makes me really happy. Yeah, it took me a long time to realise yeah. that though. It's really important that we kind of 
lean into what makes us feel comfortable. Absolutely. It, do you know what though? I'm sometimes I'm quite glad that because makeup artists have this thing that sometimes where we just we when we're working we all look like scruffs. <laughs> yes. Hairdressers don't. No. Hairdressers look put together. I know. But like That's I don't so know any pressure. makeup artist that turns up with a full face makeup on. Yeah. Or with any makeup on. And no, to be fair, like most days, like I am today, I wear a bit of concealer and mascara. That's it. Beautiful. And um and that's because my under eyes are ridiculously dark and I just look dead without it. But if I could get away with it, I've not washed today. Nice. I had a shower this morning. I did not. I left just fucking uh, North Wales at 5am, whatever time it was. <laughs> I have not had a Stink shower. Stinking a dick. Yeah. Um, we've had a threesome. We have had a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was literally telling um, my partner about this the other day because they like, obviously wanted to know about you and stuff like that. I ended up telling him because basically the night that it happened, um, I had two of my other best friends, like one of my best friends there, Hallie. Yeah, yeah. And one of her friends. She I, seems very loved up. Yeah, Hallie's amazing. Like I love Hallie and I'm really happy for her right now. Um, one of her friends was with us as well that I'd God. never even met before. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed about all of this. And um, it just got a little bit rowdy, didn't it? It got a bit rowdy. But um, so we ended up on the sofa and it was just me. Who was that boy? It was called Sam. Um, oh, of course, yeah. And it was just, yeah, this little twink. <laughs> he wasn't a twink. I don't, was, I don't even remember what it looks like. I'd walk past him and say, oh, it's awful for me saying that. Um, Terrible. <laughs> I have, right, I'm just going to put this out there, I have the fear about that night a little bit because when we woke up, there were no sheets on the bed, like no covers. And I don't know if that was just your bed <laughs> or if like, I'm like I'm bringing this up now like I've had the fear since then because I was like what if they were stripped in the middle of the night because something happened I don't remember any oh no right so I don't remember anything that happened not gonna lie it's a bit of a blur for me too I was I don't think anything actually happened no like and then we just had a bit of a cuddle and a bit of fun in the morning I think it pretty much was that I remember (laughs) I remember being forced out of Viagra at some point And you just you just came over and placed one in my mouth like, and said, thank you, darling. I think we all pop one. And um, <laughs> I don't fucking help. And then I remember getting up at one point and going into the bathroom and my wig was basically just a circle. <laughs> and um, I don't know. Fucking hell. It was really funny. But I like, so I remember the morning and everything. And then I just got to a point where I was just like, actually, no, I'm not. I'm not doing this. <laughs> so I just kind of like. I just left you to it, didn't I? I don't remember. I just left the room anyway. And I don't I, remember. I ended up out. Uh, the, the girls were already up. So I just went into their room and they were asking all the questions. And I was just like, I can't really tell you anything because not a lot's happened. But fast forward a week. And this guy that I was kind of talking to, um, he was like, the, the following day, he helped me move out of my flat. <laughs> so I was moving back home. And... Um, I was really drunk. Holly was really drunk. And we ended up talking about that night that was literally a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> he was genuinely sat there like, what? <laughs> and I just went, I had no idea what I just said. <laughs> it was very much, uh, yeah, there was just like, we, at one point we were making out mm-hmm. and then the next point, part my genitals were out. Yeah. But this began on the sofa when two of our friends I were know. literally in the kitchen, know, like so with full view of this. And it was really funny because, like, I was fully in it as well. And then it just occurred to me that they were there. I know. Like, I was, and I was so just, fucked. How about you tell me to take drugs? I don't think we did. I, I think we were know. literally, we just, we were drinking so much. 
Yeah, so that happened. That happened. And um, that's that was my only experience with ever having that, though. I've never had a threesome with anybody else. Are you being serious? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I had my first threesome when I was 15. You look really upset about that. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> oh, well, my first threesome. I'm glad it was with you. Yeah, that's really cute. I Honestly, I would have pegged you for like a, a threesome of when you were still over in Ireland. <laughs> um, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and um, still haven't since. Wow. I just think, like, I can't... Do you know what nearly happened once with She Who Shall Not Be Named? Mm-hmm. And then, imagine, please blank out this next name. I don't know. Do you remember, do you remember <gasps> who took <about> April? <gasps> yes. And then, do you remember... No, I don't remember. Really tall, like... <laughs> was friends with... No, I just... Anyway. Go on. Yeah, um, it, it, we all were in bed with each other and it all sort of started happening a little bit and I freaked out. It happens. And I was like, don't like this. Don't, Issy was far too into it. <laughs> like that name. Of course. Well. Uh, yeah, of course. And um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I've just remembered I had a foursome in that flat and I used your lube. Aww. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, uh, hang on. It was, was it the guy with a huge dick? So it was the guy with a huge dick and then Andrew and his boyfriend. <laughs> Do you remember the guy who went missing? No. Oh! Yes, I do. Ah, oh. And there was a police report oh my on the God. news. I literally, I was tagged in it so many times. Everyone was just like, oh my God, is your boyfriend okay? Like, what's happening? And I was just like, it's not my boyfriend. I've literally been seeing him like, what, what a week. And he was just sat in the flat. And he was just with us. Like, and literally. you were like, I remember you was like waddling into the room and being like, there's a, like, a police report that he's missing or something. Honestly, I had to take him to the police. Basically, he... He was a foster child, I think, something like that. He wasn't living with his parents, so he was in, like, care. And um, he'd just left and just come and, like, stayed with me for, like, multiple days um, without, obviously, like, checking in and stuff like that. So this fucking police report goes out, and I was honestly traumatised. So I ended up so having... Funny. I had to take him to the police station. Like, the police were questioning me as well, like, took all my details and everything. <laughs> I was just like, fuck me. you got a criminal rep- record for kidnapping. <laughs> Stop. How's your sex life now? Um, sex life is good. <laughs> Still, what two yeah. two years on? So yeah, so we've been together a year and a half now. Okay, um, but oh, now coming up to two years. Mm. Wow, on, it, it blows my mind because honestly, pre this relationship, if I ever spent more than a few days with a partner, I couldn't stand them anymore. Yeah, and I've like I've openly told him this. I've just been like, look, like just been even in that relationship in twenty nineteen, like I stayed with them, the pair of them for a week. And by the end of that week, I wanted out. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I'm just not a, I don't think I'm a relationship person. This is the thing, but yeah. I'm, I am very comfortable in this relationship. But so um, into this relationship, we are in an open poly relationship, um, which means we have the freedom to see other people and stuff like that, which works perfectly for me because um, my boyfriend's a top <laughs> and I'm a versatile non-binary girl. Yeah. <laughs> So it's kind of just like that opens many a door for me, which is great. And it also means that he like because um, the pair of us are pansexual, so like it just means that we both have that freedom to explore whatever we want with whoever we want, which is great. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there might be another threesome in your future. <laughs> I just think, yeah, I feel like I'm in a monogamous situation currently. Sorry, I can't. So are you having experiences outside of not outside of your relationship, but like in your relationship, but with other people? Yeah. So we have a rule that we don't have anybody else over at the flat. Okay. Um, unless it's a threesome situation. Like, oh, of course. Yeah. So um, we basically don't see other people individually yeah. at the flat, but we're able to do that outside of our relationship. We don't see anybody together currently. 
um, just because we both want to explore things with other people yeah. first. Uh, but we are completely open. That's the thing. We are completely open to... How does the conversation go? Do you... Are you super, super open about everything with each other in like, oh, this is going to happen. I'm going to... But like, how do the conversations kind of go? Because... Yeah. Um, so at the minute, like we're still working through things. Like this is the first time Calm's ever been in a poly relationship. So like we're still kind of working through the kinks and stuff like that. I'm very, very like open about everything. Like I just make sure that I check in with him all the time. Like yep. just being like, this is going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. And I just say to him, like, as much as you want to know, I'm happy to tell you. Yeah. Like, whatever you want to know. Like, sometimes he's very much, I don't really want to know. Yeah. And then other times he's just kind of like, oh, go on. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I saw a sub from London. Uh-huh. And um, I went down to London. Um, we went on kind of a day. Um, had a nice, lovely day around London and stuff. Nothing, like, sexual happened or anything like that. Um, That was just me kind of getting my grips the like, vibe as well yeah. yeah Callum's like the only person I've slept with since being with him so it's just like and then this boy came up to Manchester for a few days and he's again this was the first person since Callum that I'd kind of like been with uh-huh. and I ended up freaking out oh yeah yeah I just ended up freaking out and I couldn't I couldn't go ahead with stuff and I felt terrible because like it's just like oh yeah I've got you up to Manchester like we're gonna have this great time and I'd honestly planned this out I was like gonna have the time of my life yeah <laughs> and I just couldn't oh so like I'm not sure if that's like still a bit of thingy like a hangover from 2020 <clears throat> yeah which I think it might be to be fair um but like because obviously this is very new in our relationship like we are just trying to just like navigate this like nicely and stuff yeah well do like, you know, that's the most important thing like not yeah. rushing into the stuff navigating it being like communicative communicative <laughs> and um and just seeing what happens absolutely yeah we don't want to we absolutely don't want to rush anything um so we're just going in, like, into it with complete openness yeah yeah mm. i wouldn't be adverse to that like i always sort of think about it i mean i'm very i'm sort of i'm always very happy being monogamous with anyone as long as the sex is good yeah yes. i'm so glad for you <laughs> um so but at the same time, like if someone said to me, I think I want to open things up, I'd be like, you open up whatever you want to open up. <laughs> th- you know, Get the speculum out. It was me that broached the subject with Callum. Yeah. And um, we, like, we've had a conversation about this and stuff. But um, at first, like, he was kind of open to the idea, but he quickly shut off because it, it was just, he kind of saw it as you're going to be seeing all these different people. You're going to be having the time of your life and I'm going to be sat here kind of on my own. Yeah, but that doesn't need to be the case. A lot of people do that. They don't. Yeah. He's a beautiful person. He's such a beautiful person. I love him. (laughs) Like the thing is, he's beautiful and he doesn't see that. And I think we all need like a lesson in self-esteem. Yeah, yeah. We really do. Yeah. Because we're all fitter than we think we are. (laughs) That's the thing that I think that... It's interesting because my head's going to that place now as well. Although I know that the situation that I'm in at the moment, it wouldn't work. Because my partner is just is is like super private. Wouldn't mm-hmm. wouldn't want that to be something. Wouldn't sort of go out there and mm-hmm. that's totally fair. and get it. Whereas it's something that I enjoy. Yeah, I think especially in my relationship <clears throat> as well. Like I feel the need to enable him more. Yeah, and just because he's he is very sort of reserved and he's he's a total introvert. Whereas I'm, I flip between the two. I go from literally not wanting to speak to a single person on the planet to I want to be around everybody. Yeah. <laughs> So it's been lovely to talk to you, my gorgeous friend. It's really nice being here. I know. Well, you're always more than welcome. I say this, I probably won't see you again for another two years. <laughs> but you are always more than welcome. I know. We li- I, to be fair, I literally work in town. And well, there you go. No, 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 no
I would love to meet your partner though. Absolutely. You know what? We should go on a double date. Yes. Oh my God, please. I'd love that. Okay. Well, we're saying it now on a podcast. So please, anyone listening, can you like check in with us (laughs) to see if we've actually done a double date? (laughs) Anyway, thank you very much. Bye, guys. Bye.